Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. <laughs> Uh, it's 1 a.m. Shelby definitely just As woke up the kids. As you can tell, I'm excited. First of all, they just went to bed like 15 minutes Listen, ago. They're excited. We're and all secondly, excited. secondly, we um, are recording this very the, late. The dogs are humping each other. Clearly, the they're excited. The dogs are excited as well because Arizona football defeated UCLA. And the final score was 27 to 10. And now Arizona is bowl eligible. We will get into that, but before we do, we have a message from our sponsor. <laughs> Why are you, you are so loud right now. Hofieldapparel.com is our sponsor. They only sponsor bowl eligible programs. Boom. Um, go to homefieldapparel.com, enter the code of Wildcat Scoop23 and get 15% off. And I was showing Shelby this morning, this is real. Uh, they have sick new snapbacks. Yeah, hats are sick. I want one. Yeah. And I just got my bomber jacket. I wore it to the bonfire last night. Shelby would have worn it at the game, but I would not allow her. But she has worn it every day since she got I it. I wore it to work all yeah. week long. It Everyone loves my jacket. Forwards, backwards. Shelby proven you could wear bomber jackets. I wear jackets. it all the ways. <laughs> okay, I got a lot of questions about this. My purse is a Disney backpack. And I was wearing the backpack and I didn't want to cover the logo. So I wore it backwards. Also, I took a photo in it and I wanted to look cool. So that's why people... By the way, before we get into anything... Yes, Jason. Uh, we need to go and, and take you back 24 hours. When we went to the bonfire and I turned to Shelby and I said, Shelby, I hope Robbins goes in like he did last year. I said, I think we're going to get drunk Bobby. And I don't want to accuse him of being drunk, Shelby. I just think he's excited. He had, a, he had a good night. Before Bobby came on, was it before or after they went to the coaches? It was after. So they go to the coaches, and Hunley is teaching a cheer that no one did. Um, and then they gave Chuck Cecil a microphone. And I turned to Shelby, and I said, I'm not exaggerating, holy shit, I can't believe they just gave Chuck a live mic. Yep. And what did he say, Jason? And within seconds, Chuck is trying to get everyone in attendance. How many people do you think were there? It was the, they thousand? all commented that they thought it was the most they ever had the bonfire. Let's I mean, just say it was a couple packed. thousand, right? I think it was more than that, but okay. Burn the Bruins. Burn the Bruins. He wanted us to chant "Burn the Bruins." None of us wanted to say it. It was a it little was, much. It was the awkward. The woman next to us was horrified. And then Robbins takes the mic, and he's very classy. He says, "See that fire out there? We're going to burn an effigy of the Bruins." 
And then he said, uh, we're going to Coach Prime's house. It was like, remember like years ago, Howard Dean made the speech? Yeah, it's like, like Rah! we're going to go to Iowa. Yeah, it was like that. Where Robbins is like, we're going to go to Colorado. We're gonna, yeah. No, he didn't say Colorado. He said the Prime University. We're going to go to Utah. Yeah. And, and then like, we're going to beat the scummies. Yes. And uh, so it was a riveting bonfire. Giving, it was fun. It was awesome. But giving Chuck a live mic was very clearly like Brandon Sanders was like, gee, golly, hope we win. And Ricky Helmley's like, here's a cool cheer that we did. And then Chuck takes the mic and is like, let's murder everyone. So that was cool. Yeah. Love but Chuck. quite a bonfire that uh, Tucson Fire Department uh, built for everyone. So thank you to those heroes. I know a lot of people actually don't know they do a bonfire. So I know. Cool. I told my aunt uh, this morning, I said, bear down because she went to U of A and I said, it's homecoming. And, uh, and I said, we went to the bonfire last night. And I sent her a photo. And she's like, I don't remember them doing this when I went yeah. there. But, right. you know. So fast forward now yep. from the bonfire. 24 hours later. Uh, there were no actual Bruins harmed. Yeah. But the UCLA Bruins uh, were harmed. So let's just get into the golden question, shall we? The golden question. Actually, before we start with the questions, I'm reversing again. Yeah, we need to reverse because there's something that happened tonight that we need to talk about really quick. So we were standing on the field. Right. That's not what I was going to go with, but you go with this and then I'll go with my thing. We were waiting for these, you know, everyone to storm the field because it was with like the last two minutes of the game. And right after it happened, when everyone starts coming over and the crowd starts packing in, uh, Jason gets recognized by a very enthusiastic uh, couple. I think they're a couple. Marco, um, Marco and Adriana. I believe it's Adriana, yeah. Literally, I'm not exaggerating. When they recognize Jason, screaming, oh my God, Jason's here. Brian Peterson was with us from AZ Doesn't Swarm, and he was horrified. We made him take a picture. They recognized me. And then we had Brian take a picture. So thank you, Brian. Yes, but it was it's very cool. It was uh, very flattering. Very flattering. We so loved hi it. to a few people. Got to meet uh, at the bonfire. Got to meet Leaf Magnuson's Leaf dad. Leaf Magnuson's dad. And Great who was the dude. person you met on university? Do you remember? Uh, I want to say it's Derek Luna. I think it was Diego Derek Luna. or Diego. It was very loud. I'm not very good But at names. thank you so much for stopping and saying hello. We do try to remember the names of everyone that we meet and say their names on the podcast. So... Uh, what I was going to go is Shelly and I are on our, on our way to the game, and the uniform colors drop. Ooh, this and was I dirty. Tweet, and I say, look, Arizona, only Arizona would have a whiteout and not go white, right? And then I get a text from the SID, and he goes, let me tell you a story. And then I get a text from someone that everyone knows uh, who's involved with equipment at Arizona, and he says, let me tell you a story. So basically, the way this whole thing works is, as you know, in football – um, your home jerseys are not white. They're colored. Your away jerseys are the white ones. It's, it's red or blue at home, generally speaking. Um, you have to ask permission. Arizona basketball, for instance, is everyone's white out, black out, red out, stri- whatever it is. They have never said no to anyone. Um, no football team has ever said no to Arizona. Literally. I, I talked to multiple people. So they go to UCLA. I don't know when. It's not like it was last night or anything like that. There's plenty of time in advance. And they say, hey, we're going to do a whiteout. Do you mind if we wear white and you could wear your blues? And Chip Kelly says, uh, yeah, I mind. You're not doing it. And so Arizona. Chip Kelly's a jerk. Arizona was literally like. Cock Shocked. Okay, Shelby, calm down. I'm just saying. Uh, shocked. And that is why Arizona didn't wear white. But if you notice, I'm assuming when the articles come out. We will all be making fun of UCLA and waving the white flag of sorts 
because they wouldn't want Arizona to wear white uniforms. But that was the controversy. Really petty, really stupid, clearly not, I don't know. It's, it's very on brand for UCLA. Yes. Uh, anyway, all right. Okay, uh, the golden question, which is one of you say is ugly colors. Um, what does this win mean to the Arizona program? Uh, look, man, you know, and I asked Jed this, and all quotes on the, the what is it called? What a, somewhere. Uh, Wildcat Authority. <laughs> and, um, like, there's a lot of dudes on this team that were with Arizona in some very dark times. And Michael Wiley jumps out as one of them. Traden uh, Stukes. Dalton Johnson. Uh, there are multiple guys on this team that were on Arizona when it was the worst program in the country. Year one. Like the worst Power 5 program in the country. And it was to the point where if I told you Arizona was making a bowl in any amount, like within years or whatever, you would have laughed at me and said, Arizona football is basically done, right? And, uh, you know, you, you take a look overall and, you know, Jed Fish's record, I'm, I'm trying to get this correct and seeing if I have it, but um, Jed Fish basically has more wins this season than he did his first two years here, right? Uh, yeah, so he has as many wins this season as his first two seasons combined. We all remember 70-7. to 7. We try to forget it, but we remember it. Um, this program was down in the dumps. And I realize that there's programs around the country that are like six wins. Like, what's the big deal? Uh, it is a very big deal. And I actually appreciate Jed because earlier this week he was asked about the presser, do you play at the bowl game? Is it just another game? And he goes, no, I'm, I'm very honest with these guys. They know if they win this game, we're going bowling. Um, there was a shirt. I don't know if it's for everyone, but Jed held it up in the locker room video on Arizona football Twitter. And it said Arizona's bowl bound. Like, this is a big deal. Would it have been a big deal if Arizona made a bowl last year and then they were making its second consecutive bowl this year? No. But I think where you look in the grand scheme of things and what Jed Fish took over, it almost can't be understated how big of a win this was. Just overall, not the UCLA win individually, but the fact that Arizona is bowl eligible. And Shelby knows this. It's funny, like... I'm I'm very prepared. Like I haven't shaved my beard. He's very uh, superstitious. Right. And so, like, while other people were writing bowl projections and stuff, I refuse because I always tell Shelby or whatever. I was like, I'm not right. They're not bowl eligible. I will not talk about what bowl they could possibly go to. Now I'm cool. We'll write bowl projection articles. I'll talk. I'll listen. Whatever. Um, but again, like, the first thing that comes to mind is, and I tweeted it. Like Arizona fans, we we went through hell. We like have. We, we rooted for a team that lost 70 to 7 and was literally like, look, guys, Jed Fish lost to NAU. This team lost to NAU. And I say this team, but you know what I mean? It, it clearly wasn't this Two team. years ago. Um, 70 to 7, lost to NAU, worst in the country. And you're like, man, when is it ever going to get better? And I think it happened faster than a lot of people thought it would. Um, and it, again, like, it is a very big deal and i think that arizona fans while the focus for the program is going to in 24 hours turn to colorado i hope that the guys like wiley and stukes and all them 
get to enjoy the fact and look at big picture a little bit of, hey, man, like we're, we're going to a bowl game. It's so awesome. I'm so proud of those guys. Ah, okay. Um, was there any point that you thought UCLA had a chance tonight? Shelby, I hope you, <laughs> I hope you can hear it over the podcast. <laughs> Shelby is literally screaming right now. Um, she was very excited. Uh, before I answer that question, we were going downstairs, me, Brian, and the SID, Jeff, caught up. And I turn around and Shelby's nowhere to be seen. And then I find her and she's taking, she's taking pictures of the UCLA equipment t- truck just as she can tweet and talk shit. I did. Yeah. I did. I did. So if you, if you look on my Twitter <laughs> my wife. or my ex, whatever, you know, I might have uh, expressed that I'm glad that we'll never have to see that logo in our stadium for a very long time. Right. So, you know, last week when Arizona faced Oregon State, I thought it got a little bit hairy for a little bit, right? And I did say at halftime after that Jonathan Smith special that I thought Arizona would win the game. The, the difference was that was a very close game, right? This game, and I know you disagree with me a little bit. Mm-hmm. This game uh, was a butt kicking. It was awesome. I mean, it really was. And when you think about it, like, it could have been an absolute blowout. Um, if it wasn't for pace, the limited amount of drives... Arizona got a punt blocked. Like, this was a 17-point game that a very easily could have been 30. Like, it, it really could have been. A, a few more breaks. Um, from the opening drive to the end of the game, Arizona was very clearly The better, better team. Yeah. Like, you can watch. And sometimes I say, like, look, like, you could watch Arizona versus Washington and say, you know what? Washington's just better than Arizona. Like, Arizona put a really great effort and couldn't come to it. USC, we watched that game, and you probably split. You know, Arizona probably looked like the better team. Um, But you probably have some people that would disagree, right? This was a game where you watched at no point, no point, did did I say to myself, Arizona's losing this game. There were some times where it's like, okay, Arizona's in trouble if they don't change the tide a little bit. But then UCLA never took advantage of that. And so... Um, that's the thing, like, there's so many stats where, like, you know, the, 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 well, we'll get to this in a minute, but, like, Arizona was 11-16 and 16 on third down. Uh, Arizona held the ball for 35 minutes. Um, you know, there's, there's just multiple things. Arizona was 5-5 five of five in the red zone, and UCLA was 2-4. for four. When UCLA missed its second field goal, oh, you just knew it was, it was Arizona's great. night. I mean, you just knew it. And then the block by Ephesians Prize Soccer, and you're like, okay. Like, but it, it's... It's the type of game where Arizona was just the better team, and if Arizona played UCLA a hundred times, Arizona would win most of those. All right. Um, what were a few individual plays that stood out, including that Prysock coming yeah. in? Yeah. So there's a few. Um, I want to actually credit Chip Kelly. We were talking about this on the way back to the car, Shelby and I, of how. You know, I was like, he actually, he, he, he's pretty blunt at the end of games um, on the post-game pressers, but uh, they asked him about Arizona's offense. I don't remember which play it was. And basically he said, look, like we consider T-Mac to be the best wide receiver in the country, and if not, he's close to it. And he's right. Like their coverage on him it was crazy. Was really good. Like there's the play where their coverage was really good and the O-line blocked and somehow he got open with a guy in his back and caught the ball towards the sideline. The last touchdown he caught, I mean, Chip Kelly said, look, John Humphrey could literally have not have covered him any better. T-Mac is just that good. 
Um. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You know, the, the play that really sticks out is that that third down and long, and Noah Fafita, you think, is dead to rights. So great. <laughs> and he runs for 18 yards. And it's plays like that, like that, that was a big play. The block field goal, like you mentioned, um, the Tanner McLaughlin catch on, on third down, um, the speed, even at the, it was at the end of the game or whatever, but the speedy Luke, if you watch it, it's actually a more creative play than it looks. So he's in the, the slot. Mm-hmm. He comes back like he's going to go in the backfield. Then he turns around and goes back into motion as a wide receiver and they hit him. Like it's, it, it's not a complicated play, um, but it's a very, Big play. Of course, you know, you could say every time that Arizona, I mean, Arizona took out two of UCLA's quarterbacks. That was um, very big. Yeah, I mean, those are obviously, you know, big plays, even though Garbers wasn't that good to begin with and Dante Moore is Dante Moore. But uh, what was funny is Lee went 0 for 5, um, but he ran for 46 yards. But, you know, there's there's multiple plays. The one that really sticks out to me, though, Shelby, uh, is, is that Noah Fafita 18-yard run. Also, there's another play, actually. Yep. And we actually asked Jed about it, and he said, so on the third and six, uh, they ran the ball. But Jed would normally never run the ball. And Jonah Coleman picked up the first down, and Jed said that he was watching Auburn versus Ole Miss whenever they played, and they ran on third down multiple was, times. Was it Lane Kiffin? Yeah, Lane Kiffin and, and Hugh they, they ran on third down multiple times. And Jed said, you know what, maybe I need to start doing this. Maybe I'm too NFL-minded, because in the NFL you would never run on third and six or whatever. You'd go, you know, send two guys deep, and if worse comes to worse, go to your check down or whatever it is. Um, and that was a gutsy call, one that we I cannot recall Jed Fish calling a running play on third and six. Um, even if it's like a short screen pass to counting, that's usually his go-to. But they ran it, it was first down, and, and it was a big play. And that just goes to show that Jed Fish is learning and growing and evolving, and Chip Kelly is not. Chip actually, you know, to that point, Chip confused me tonight. And the reason he confused me is because at the end of the first half, people are saying Arizona was playing prevent defense. It wasn't. It was, if anything, it was too aggressive. It was blitzing. Didn't like to play. Whatever. Um, but UCLA went with what Chip calls the blur offense. No huddle. Fast, fast, fast. This is a team where 
before this game, like UCLA ran 72 plays. The, the least amount of plays it ran in a game this season before this game was 73. Wow. It's had multiple games where it's in the 80s. Yeah, the 80s. I think are... there's one game where it was in the 90s. It was 93. Or something stupid like that. Um, and they score, and you're like, okay, well, clearly they're going to go super fast in the second half. And they didn't. And it, it was very weird. And, the, and I expect Colorado to go fast next week because Arizona loves to sub on defense. Well, you can't sub unless the offense subs. So if you go no huddle and all that, Arizona's defense can't sub. And one of the Arizona's strengths, believe it or not, is its depth and its ability to sub. And when UCLA sub, there were multiple times where Arizona literally subbed in an entire new defensive line that was fresh and it worked. And so it was, it was super weird to me that Chip Kelly basically abandoned any no huddle, blur offense, whatever, and it played right into Arizona's hands. And it was glorious. Um, what did you make of Noah Fafita's performance tonight? So I posted at one point on the message board that this was Noah's first bad game. Um, you and know, then? Well, you take a look. Calm down, Shelby. You're very aggressive tonight. <laughs> you take a look at the first half, right? He was 13 of 20. He had the pick. He had 144 yards. Not terrible, right? Um, and, and UCLA's defense obviously deserved a ton of credit. That 11 tackles for loss, a legitimately good defense. Remember, before the game, I had questions of UCLA's defense, how good it really was because the strength of schedule and all that. Clearly, it's good. When the second half, Noah Fita goes 12 of 13 for 156 yards and a touchdown. So he finishes, again, I think this is like the third time, with 78% completion percentage, 300 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. Um, crazy, right? <laughs> like, like the, the, and UCLA does not give up 300 passing yards. Again, it is a good defense. Um, just really impressive stuff. And again, like, we, we, it feels like we say this every week, but we look back at the pick, right? Didn't rattle him. Um, you know, it, that pick, I thought it was Tanner's fault at first. Then I didn't think it was Tanner's fault. Jed confirmed it was Noah's fault. He basically threw it to the wrong guy. Didn't flinch. You know, went to the sideline. Um, Jeffish actually said Jaden was waiting for him and explained to him what went wrong in that play. Make your jokes if you want. Oh, big brother. Um, and then and and then he recovered nicely. And then uh, the run, the ability to make people miss. And again, like, what more can you say about about Noah Fafita? Um, came in and does does what he does. Like he's unflappable. And this was a very good defense. And you know, he got hit. Like he was sacked three times. Uh, you know, UCLA's defense had two quarterback hurries. Uh, the Bruins had, you know, hit Noah multiple times. And um, generally speaking, he, he made the, the right play and, and played well. And a lot of times all you ask in college football is your quarterback puts you in the position to win the game. And, and Noah does that literally every game he's played for Arizona. Yep, he does the best that he can. He's awesome. Maybe he'll be the Pac-12 he freshman is once again, of the week. He is absolutely going to win that award again. Yes. I mean, I haven't looked, but I assume. He'll, yeah, he'll... like who else is going to even compete with that? He's the best. Okay, calm down. I'm just saying. Um, well, how about that running game? You're the best It is really late. I'm sorry for Jason. Would you like me to read the question again? How about that running game? <laughs> uh, uh, I just got really tired all of a sudden. Uh, Jonah Coleman doing Jonah Coleman things. You know, his average four and a half yards against UCLA. Going into the game, UCLA was allowing 
two yards of carry. It was the best of the country. Arizona averaged 3.7, and that includes the the sacks. You know, Noah Fafita 4-4. Cowling had the six-yard rush. DJ Williams got the start, which was surprising, six for 17. Wiley was great, four for 26. But, I mean, Coleman is just a monster. I mean, 17 for 77. Wiley actually didn't have a catch. UCLA covered that very well, actually. Arizona tried to get Wiley out of the backfield quite a bit, and it, it didn't work. Um, Speedy Luke had the success, but he's the only running back. I think Jonah had the one for negative six. That just wasn't good. But um, you run the ball against the Bruins. They ran for 129 yards. In UCLA's three losses, the opposing team has run for 100 yards. That's the key. Um, in all their wins, they haven't, I believe. So, um, again, like, you know, Jonah, Jonah's the man. Shelby was in the presser at the end of the game. Jonas just the man. And he's so soft-spoken, too. Like, he's, the cool he's th- just so nice. And, and the thing that makes Jonas so effective is, like, you think you got him. Three yards, three yards, three yards. And then you realize that you're getting beat up every time you tackle him. And then eventually you get to the end of the game, and he's, he's just got you. I mean, he, you're just done. You don't physically have what it takes to tackle Jonah Coleman anymore. Nope. Um, defensively, just how good was this performance? Um, does anybody else's dog just only drink fresh water? Sorry, we're laughing because my dog just crawled across Shelby. She only drinks water out of my own cup. And it's cold. It's cold, and then she gets the water all over She's us. She's a princess. Uh, it feels like a broken record at this point, Shell, because, like... Last week against Oregon State, it was like, well, let's see what happens against this balanced offense, and the defense played well. And then this week, it's UCLA, and it's like, well, let's see what happens against this awesome running attack. And, the, like, the defense absolutely dominated. And Chip Kelly did a little thing at the end where he's like, oh, you know, honestly, it was more of us than them. Two for four in the red zone. We got to score points. You can't trade field goals for touchdowns, blah, blah, blah. But UCLA... Going to the game was 115th in the country in red zone offense. So they weren't very good in the red zone anyway. Um, but what Arizona's defense did is, is you know, Garbers, we said he, he ran a little bit, right? Four, four runs for, he didn't run. Let's just say that. I mean, it's hard to tell with sacks and all that. But four rushes for uh, negative 20 yards. I mean, no running back on UCLA. They used four different guys. Harden, nine for 30. Who cares? That's three yards of carry. Uh, Shalee had six for 46, but that includes the 20, so he had seven of 26 beyond that. Steele had eight for 38 with an 18-yarder, so seven for 20 beyond that. Um, they they stopped the run, and, and that's what happens. I mean, you look at Logan Loya, their number one receiver. Shelby had three catches. Well, he was targeted eight times. Uh, Jay Michael Sturviant, who's been a huge disappointment for them, had three catches. He was targeted seven times. Um, the guys just, they, they, they were target, but they, they weren't open. The throws weren't on point. And I think that Johnny Nansen said, look, if UCLA's quarterback situation is bad. I mean, there's, there's no way around it. Dante Moore isn't good enough. Garbers isn't good enough, uh, to win you games consistently. So if you pressure them, um, you know, you, you could really make things happen. But the, the real key is if you take away UCLA's running ability, uh, they, they're, they're so one-dimensional, it just doesn't work. And UCLA had to pass the ball more than it runs. And it, it does not want to do that. I mean, it, it is not a balanced offense. It wants to run, 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 and then let the run open up the pass. And they couldn't do that. Arizona shut down the run. I believe UCLA's only game this season with less yards was against Utah in the 14-7 to game. So, I mean, the defense just continues to, to 
he absolutely dominate. Um, you know, and, and, and again, like Johnny Nansen has this thing where he puts out different formations. Like people kept asking me on Twitter, where's Justin Flo? And Flo did not play very much. I'm sorry, Shelby. We've talked about this though so many times. So UCLA has a lot of formations. They make linebackers cover running backs. They cross routes and all that. It just wasn't Justin Flo's type of deal. But what's interesting is Martel Irby was actually a Mike linebacker for most of the night. He's not a linebacker. But tonight they're like, hey, you're going to play some Mike. And, and he played really well. Um, had four tackles. And it just, it, it's not, you know, and I don't know if Justin Flo is going to play a lot against Colorado. I'm going to be honest. It, it's just because they do a lot of the similar stuff with the running back out of the backfield and all that. Utah, guarantee you Flo plays more. It's just, that's where Justin Flo is. Uh, it's super weird that people ask about him when Arizona only let up one touchdown. Clearly, whatever Arizona was doing was working, but that's the answer uh, to your question. And uh, again, like Johnny Nansen has a week to prepare and, and throws out a, uh, a super unique defense. Johnny Nansen is like a, a chess wizard. Johnny Nansen is going to need a raise. He knows all of his pieces and how he's going to use them against these other offenses. And he's able to construct trickery. He builds in all of these you know, people playing things that they don't normally play kind of things, which confuses the other offense. And it's literally a master class in, in defensive strategy. It's, it's incredible every week. He really is a gem. They need to pay him more money because we don't want to lose him. He's, he's great. Um, uh, where are we again? The last question. The last question. Who gets... The individual shout-outs for the night. I want to shout-out the UCLA truck driver oh for God, driving UCLA's truck out of our stadium. Good job, sir. Individual shout-outs. That's going to be my new theme song. Did we say that? Three ranked wins in three consecutive games for the first time in program history. Yeah, I didn't know if we said that. Yeah. Um, all right. In- individual shout-outs. Shelby. We already gave speedy. You ready? My boy, the Canadian uh, sex symbol. Uh, oh, okay. Tanner McLaughlin. Of course. T-Mac. Uh, five catches, 66 yards. Some very big catches. He had the one catch uh, where the UCLA defender tried to break him in half, and Tanner got up and said, you cannot break you me. can't do it. He said, um, nah, nah. My boy, Montana, my boy. Montana Lamonius Craig, touchdown catch. Amazing. All of a sudden, Montana, three for 19, touchdown catch. Very nicely done. Kean Burnett had a catch tonight, Shelby. Kevin Green, 15-yard catch. The Kean Burnett catch, my guy, seen. Um, defensively, a lot of shout-outs. You ready, Shelby? Got it. Uh, Jacob Manu is just a man possessed at this point. 12 tackles, had the sack. Gunnar Maldonado messed up on one play, but generally played pretty good. I thought Tradon Stukes was awesome. Two pass breakups, the tackle for loss. I thought Dalton Johnson was good. Um, on defensive line, Russell Davis, this may have been, besides the USC game, the best game that I've seen him play. Three tackles, had the sack, had two quarterback hurries. Um, honestly, just everyone played really well. Like, there wasn't any guy at Missing- any point. My guy, my uh, other guy, Tyler Luke. There we go. The sports, really, all the special teams. The blocks, special teams. I gotta watch that block. I it might have been offsides, um, but whatever. It was if it wasn't offsides, then it was still. I mean, the Pac-12 refs tried really, really hard. I didn't think they were to awful. Screw up tonight. I mean, okay, that was not a touchdown. UCLA. Yeah, I'm not sure it was a touchdown. UCLA got a gimme touchdown on their yeah. way out there. But we all know it. Yeah. But that's fine. Whatever. Whatever. 
So it was awesome. Enjoy this victory, Arizona fam. You deserve it. You in Arizona when you wake up. Potentially are ranked. They well, should be ranked. If they're not ranked, we're going to have an emergency There's podcast. There's going to be a revolution. It's going to be an emergency podcast where Shelby just cusses for uh, 10 minutes straight. F this, F you, F your moms. And also, you can also tweet at Michael Lev. But, Lev know. told me that he's voting. He's ranking Arizona. That's Perfect. a done deal. Done My deal. guess, I'm going to be on record. I think Arizona enters the top 25 at 23. I think 23 also because it's my favorite number. I think Kansas State is like 24, 25. Air Force is drops out because they lost. So Arizona is going to be in that 23 to 25 range. It's all coming together. 23 is a great number. The other good number is five, but we're not there yet. Yeah. Shelby and I have a, we have a, we're going to, we have I mean, a very busy week coming up, we're guys. We're going to preview Morgan State. It's going to be like 10 minutes long. We have uh, a new sponsor for basketball sponsor season. For basketball. Just a little preview. We, uh, then Colorado, then Duke, then your mom. I don't know. I got nothing. I'm going to bed. I'm not going to bed. Jason is incoherent, but we're, we're very excited. Pack the A, bear down. Shout out Michael Luke. Shout out Michael right Luke. Now. We hope you heal quickly, Mike. Shout out to everyone. And, as always, bear down. Shelby wanted to do a Bruin joke, but I was like, knock, knock. Who's there? Which team has lost to Arizona in its last two games in the Pac-12? UCLA. (laughs) (laughs) Something Bruin over there, wasn't it? And we'll remember forever how they lost twice in a row. No more Pac-12. We're undefeated against UCLA forever. Correct, Shelby. Woo!